Welcome to episode 43 of Echo Screen, a podcast on the internet. Uh, my name is Blaze. With me this week is Aaron. That's me. And Rob? Bert? Robert? I mean, if Wonder Woman Rob is and bulletproof, Bert. and okay. then she is bulletproof. We're jumping in. Gauntlets. <laughs> I mean, why does she need the gauntlets if that's... A, well, bracelets, not gauntlets. I mean... Anyway. Are the bracelets stronger than Wonder Woman or vice I, versa? I guess. They changed it recently that it's like wonder woman wore them because like she's so powerful that like she could like destroy a mountain by like jabbing at it with her finger so like she has the power of a god and so like the bracelets kind of depower her enough that she could live a kind of semi-normal life they're so, like rock lee's ankle weights pretty much that what you're saying they're rock lee it, they did that in the new 52 when they like basically added anime rules to superman and wonder woman so that's uh weren't they like in a relationship or something they were so why the heck because they're both like super people is that some like the boys thing it it was one of those things where they were just like well wouldn't it make sense if like like the two strong people just banged it out and so, like, uh, they did that, and there were some fans of it, but I don't think it really caught on. Um, I didn't. Uh, but that's, like, not to say, like, oh, I hated it. It just was like, oh. mm-hmm. it, it's it's not as a compelling relationship as you'd think. And I think they're better off with their own kind of significant others but i don't know what are you what do you guys think about that okay so anyway this week uh we're (laughs) we're recording on uh saint patrick's day and uh 2021 obviously which no one remembers because obviously the world doesn't exist right now we're over a year into uh the coronavirus pandemic and we're totally uh feeling it uh (laughs) thanks brain anyway and uh, I will, I will do the as the Irishman here. I will uh, do the honors of um, giving us a blessing. The movie, The Irishman. Yeah, yeah. that's what Rob Rob is. Yeah. The Irishman, the movie, okay. the entire feature length film. He's not like Irish. He's just the movie, The Irishman. No, I am okay. in fact the luck of the Irish. Um, the luck of the Irishman. I am the luck. <laughs> the four hour Disney movie. <laughs> I would love it if Robert De Niro that cut, is turning. That into cut is really time. good. Yeah. So so and then it, it just like you watch the entire feature length film of uh, Luck of the Irish, and then the the book like they cut out the credits, and they begin the movie The Irishman in its entirety. Like the only thing is like a a like black um and then like white text with later and then it that and then it's just the irishman after that perfect the yeah. kid from luck of the irish ended up growing up and he uh like was a mechanic and he like kind of got involved with the with a organized crime from there you know yeah i mean it makes complete sense if you just have that one yeah. like card to transition into the film like you, you get it it just says later and then you get it 
But then you have to. Never mind. <laughs> the it's point perfect is, transition. The point is, the name of this episode better be "The Luck of the Irishman." But I guess so. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> and uh, by the time you guys listen to this, you'll know everything that has come out of the uh, Square Enix presents, which is um, tomorrow from when we're recording. But it's on three eighteen. Wow. Uh, there's a bunch of old stuff they're showing, probably giving us release dates, and hopefully they'll be showing us new stuff that actually matters to anyone. I can only assume there will be no new Kingdom Hearts information and no Final Fantasy information. We probably won't get major Final Fantasy 16 news, in my opinion, until after June, because, you know, Final Fantasy 7 Remake DLC that they're try- trying to hype up right now. So, yeah. Um, and then Kingdom Hearts, again, probably won't get anything from that because the uh, Epic Store PC release comes out at the end of this month. So we'll wait and see on that one. I could be totally wrong, but that's just my hunch. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to that, to see that. So, Oh, <laughs> and things that I was looking forward to watching but I won't be able to talk about on this podcast. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League? All right. Didn't come out last week. It comes out uh, tomorrow from when we're recording. So I will watch that, and I will get back to you. I was going to watch it for today. Oh, boy, I was so excited, but uh, I can't. And uh, at briefly, the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League movie had a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Can you believe <laughs> that? Was that just all, like, no. early screenings? Yeah. Just the reviews were in, and it was 100%. Mm-hmm. Every review that I've read has had the word epic, like way Ew. more <laughs> definitive than the uh, the uh, uh, Joss Whedon version. Man, you know? I can picture the exact type of person that has reviewed this movie, and it's all the same person. Zack Snyder with different hats and clothes on. <laughs> yeah, like basically. Well, like the channels I've seen that have like video reviews of it up so far, I haven't looked at it any of them yet but they're all you don't want spoilers for this movie that's already been out i know i well i already kind of know where it's i've heard basically a lot of the leaked like kind of stuff that they said was going to happen to in it and there has been kind of points in you see in the trailers that you're like oh they're going that route like one was um spoilers if you care for fucking this but um i mean they released a whole hour of the movie um in the guise of it being tom and jerry so obviously they wanted to be out there (laughs) and they released a whole two and a half hours of the movie a couple years ago so they did true it's really true. should i watch that i never watched it no nope you sure you shouldn't watch it any of it it's all it's all just content that's not necessary oh you're saying that i should wait for the four hour uh, definitive edition director's cut no watch movies that had XD. Uh, that had great continuity already which are the marvel movies and i'm not like making this a dc marvel debate yeah. here i'm just saying that like of like movies that promised huge continuity and then all of a sudden decided yeah we're throwing that all away they're just gonna be a bunch of standalone films to then release like this thing that like is like like pulling together the uh like the dc cinematic universe and continuing it on like if this has the cliffhanger ending that i know that it does spoilers that it's just been out there this thing has like a cliffhanger ending 
they're not making a sequel to this. They they weren't making a sequel to the original like theatrical version of this. It's just like what like our imaginations are the sequel. Fine. Don't film the film that way. The remake of your film that came out already well, like bruh. No, dude, it's a director's cut with uh, all original footage that they shot before. Yeah. They, and they, some new stuff. Yeah, mostly but it's a director's cut yeah it's a director's not cut. Really. it was everything that he he had planned to release except it wasn't um but he, yeah it cost 70 million dollars to just upload the files out of my usb drive yeah. <laughs> yeah dude the director's cut existed somewhere that's why we demanded for it to be released yeah. and cr- made we just well, uh anyway see, what's gonna happen is he's going to say he had the second part already filmed and then a whole campaign's going to go on to release uh the snyder cut part two and he's then gonna find those files after um a year or two of filming and then uh he's going to have the second cut uh part all ready to go um and that's what he's ensuring with this uh uh cliffhanger ending but Honestly, that's fine. I'm not like, hey, he got to make it. Like, cool. Like, the people with the power and the money to make these things happen decided to give it to him. So he's doing what he does. I personally don't have to like it at all. But, I mean, he's, like, getting paid. Obviously, he's doing a good job in somebody's eyes. More, uh more of a good job than some like guys on the internet so uh, whatever i'm gonna watch it i'm i'm still like i might sound like pretty pessimistic about it but i like there were parts of batman v superman that like, i mean i bag on all that but like there are parts that genuinely like oh that's pretty cool and i haven't seen like the uh the ultimate cut or whatever the heck of that so but i mean like obviously I knew what to expect going in. Any like normal person who was like, "Wow, I can't believe Batman and Superman are gonna kill each other in this movie," didn't does don't know what happens when like team ups happen. Even like when they're it was like Superman Shazam that animated movie. It's like, oh, they're really gonna kill each other. But then all of a sudden they team up against the bad guy. Like it always happens every <clears throat> time. Like Doctor <clears throat> Strange that that movie that uh. It's coming out next year or whatever. Um, if Wanda's the villain, quote unquote, the villain in that, they're gonna fight. Um, they're going at to ha- about halfway through that movie. I'm gonna guarantee you that they're going to patch up things and work together to defeat the actual yeah. villain of that movie. Just spoilers for that thing that happens and will happen, and they'll never make her a true villain because obviously she's a very popular character, especially so. now. You remember Loki, that super big bad in the MCU? Oh, he was so popular that they made him a like a hero when he's never been a hero ever before until people <laughs> liked him from the movies. Oh, okay. Loki, the literal cool. god of Discord and Trigger. Yeah. Yep. He's now yep. currently the god of imagination and magic in wow. the comics. Uh, yeah. And the god of forgiveness and understanding <laughs> and change. 
And before we uh, put uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League behind us until I talk about it in depth uh, with Rob, uh, specifically Rob, who will watch the entire feature-length film with me. I um, did not agree to In this. one sitting. Yeah, in one sitting. The New York no Times uh, did a... Uh, like did an interview with Zack Snyder and um the quote that they have on that is um from Zack Snyder himself am I a provocateur <laughs> a little bit and he's so doing <laughs> fucking pretentious he's doing he's, the Sonic uh, Adventure doing... 2 pose yeah. <laughs> that's the thing like he's doing the Sonic Adventure 2 pose which if there uh if there's a tapestry as Rob likes to call them this week that has to be the focal point of, uh, of the tapestry because oh, that no is worry. just incredible. Zack Snyder Adventure Two Battle. I love it. Yeah, who's the re- director's oh, cut? <laughs> we need to get like a. We need to get like the reverse. We need to get like Michael Bay doing whatever like Shadow's doing for Sonic Adventure Two, and he holding a gun. He's just be standing by. <laughs> well, he's doing like. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. That's perfect. That, yeah, that song I pose is like so iconic, and then for real, it's so iconic. Zack Snyder just uh, did just it. Did it? Yeah, he I can't wait to pull it off for Sonic Three, Sonic and Knuckles, when uh, Zack Snyder directs uh, that, and it becomes uh, Sonic versus Knuckles, uh, Dawn of whatever, Dawn of Heroes or whatever, like and then, Sonic. Uh, he shows the trailer and Knuckles kills Sonic. But then you watch the movie and it was just a dream, I guess, or something. Yeah, yeah. and then um, and like in the climax of the movie when Sonic's about to stab um, Knuckles with his kryptonite spear, um, Knuckles is like, "Save Martha!" And then Sonic has like um, <laughs> this like hallucination where he's like, "Why did you say that name?" And then it's the flashback to the Owl Mom. From the first movie. Oh shit! Yeah, didn't realize like after his Sonic, name was Martha. Exactly. Perfect. Oh, crap. wow. Oh man, you know what? I was wrong about Zack Snyder. You know what? He's, you know what? He is a bit of a protagonist. Yeah, he's kind of a genius. Yeah. The yeah. Sonic movie is going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm glad he's directing it. Yeah, for real. I, yeah. There's this. Uh, you know what? To like the, to put a point on this, just to like before, um, that was a sentence, not that didn't exist in words. Anyway, the point is, uh, I'm not a big uh, Zack Snyder like fan, as everyone on this podcast and every. You're listener. not a Zack kid. Yeah. You're not a Snyder guy. I'm not a. I'm not a Snyder soldier. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a Snyder. You. Is that real, or did you just come up with that? I just thought of that. Um, okay, good. Yeah, I'm sure they're out there, but um, they. Uh, but no. Not a big Snyder guy. I'm not a big Snyder guy. Uh, that that's much smarter. Um, the ultimate cut of BVS. I don't think it adds as much as everyone says. So I my big thing there is I think you watched the better cut because the other one is it includes um, the it has current, like 45 minutes of extra content right? It includes one uh, a extra storyline where Lois Lane figures out the bullets belong to Lex Luthor uh, does, it, does it have um, another storyline after that that explains how 
Um, not only did Lex Luthor do all of the graphic design, but he also named all of the uh, no, they they the don't heroes in the Justice League. They don't include <laughs> the uh, the pitch session of what the logos of each of the heroes should be. Uh, but it also well, they, there was a deleted scene where um, it shows Lex Luthor like coming up with those names, but he's like consulting with somebody who you see uh, in the foreground of the camera, but they're blurred out, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, Batman, Superman, those are the Flash. Those are awesome names. And then the other person's like, "Yeah, I know they are." And it turns the camera and it's the Joker, and Lex Luthor <laughs> was talking to the Joker the whole time. Wow. It's just Jared Leto. He's oh. on a cross <laughs> and he's bleeding out onto the floor. Oh, wow. Can we talk about that? But the cross is upside down and he's also upside down. <laughs> and he's laughing. That's great. And he's laughing. The yeah, time. awesome. He's doing his. Ah. Uh, 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 yeah, if um, you just speed it up he just laughs like normal yeah exactly uh <laughs> can we talk the, about what if it's about jared leto i don't want no to talk about it's it. not gonna be about jared leto <laughs> just in the latest trailer the final trailer he released uh he couldn't resist having superman in his black suit fly up to the atmosphere and do the jesus pose again again like, Again. Was Hallelujah the song again? No, it wasn't. They just they had, uh, what is it, the big uh, like Coliseum Man. drums playing again. Because it's just it so sounded, lame. It like, sounded it's actually like just a, so lame. It, <laughs> they had uh, All Star by Smash Mouth, but it was a cover. <laughs> but it was a cover by a church choir. Perfect. <laughs> That would be hilarious, actually. Holy crap. Okay, for the rest of the podcast, when I'm not working on the tapestry, I am going to be <laughs> looking up All-Star in a aqua. That's Church. really amazing. That's perfect. I'm sure okay. it exists. It so, has to. So, uh, continuing on with the space-themed, it's because Superman's an alien, right? Yeah, and he has to fly into space to show people he's a Jesus. Parallel, apparently. And so to- so to talk about other aliens um i'll leave it to you rob <laughs> rob was no, that not... alien in a week was that even not... though they showed aliens in the trailer they showed a million they aliens they did show uh he is uh... but it's alien so yeah. we're not talking about a video game we're not talking about a movie we're talking about Although there is a video game that's coming out there yes. yeah there is actually a new alien game coming out it's called fire mm-hmm. squad or what no, it's it? aliens it's fire aliens squad. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks fucking good. Anyway. Yeah. Your uh, thing, I guess. I mean, no, if you know if about you, it, if you, you want to talk, talk about, about it. it, I mean. I mean, it's not out yet. It just looks good. Okay. All what I know kind, is that kind, it's. It, I'm sorry. What kind of uh, is it going to be? Like, kind of more division esque, or what is the no gameplay style? Aliens Fire Team. I think it's going to be a. Uh, it says third person shooter survival. Um, I think it's going to be similar to like uh, Left 4 Dead, shit like that. Okay. Hmm. That sounds pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. I might I might look that one up. Coming out this summer, I think. Yeah. This summer, in a house near you, play Alien <laughs> Game. Yeah. And also, go to your local comic shop and read Alien Book, Alien yeah. Number 1, next by week. Marvel Comics. Yeah, next week, Alien Number 1, uh by marvel comics uh it is uh the art as we have discussed uh is a little 
not exciting right now. But it looks just like normal people and alien. Like it's drawn pretty photorealistic, which yeah. for me, I'm not like a huge fan of that. It's just like mm-hmm. take a photo, make a film. Well, because it's like yeah, <laughs> and then there's always like the instances where they were like pressed for time and like yeah. they couldn't finish things as well as they would have wanted and then it just looks off because it's like all right now this person that you're, you're trying to draw super realistically has like wonky eyeballs and like the muscles are in the wrong place and shit like that yeah 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 it, i really understand making video trailers for comic books i never have that's it's been, to get you hyped up yeah that's been marvel's uh Marvel has gone to that with like kind of uh, their fir- number ones recently, and I feel like they do it better when they don't add the like kind of motion effects to it. Uh, usually, yeah. Usually they have that like with Thor when Donny Cates was going to be on it, they just interviewed the artist and they interviewed the writer, and yeah, kept, I'd rather have that. Yeah, and they just basically said explain what the premise is going to be and like kind of they hype you up with just like i've been waiting to write this for years and i think you're going to be excited is what they're yeah they did that with ghost rider as well but um with this the reason i think it's interesting to bring up and especially with you aaron because you're kind of a big fan um they introduce a couple of mm-hmm. new elements or kind of things to theorize, including what looks like an alien humanoid queen in the trailer. Yeah, I saw that. Which is that not like normal? Is that not canonical to an alien? No, I mean, no. Usually the well, the there is alien queens, but it's just huge yeah. aliens. But this looks like by huge aliens, aliens. What do you mean? Uh, it's like the regular alien but like bigger like you scaled it up in a photoshop okay that's literally the way i needed you to describe it and you <laughs> did it perfectly thank you Aaron. but yeah no problem but yeah like in your like how like kind of deep into the alien stuff are you aaron because uh i've watched all the movies like a fuck ton of times yeah and have you read? I don't, know, I don't really care about the comic books or yeah, anything you. else. Yeah. And wait, uh, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Would you care about the? You know, there was like a third movie of Alien that it was like changed or whatever. Is that a thing? Alien Three. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and there was like it was changed. Like there was an original version, and then there was like the one that actually came out. Yeah. Are you... Okay, so there's like a a comic book based on that original version. Yeah, it's written by William Gibson, the uh, basically the guy who pioneered cyberpunk as a fictional genre. I mean, I can just like read about it. Yeah, you can <laughs> pretty much. Like, I I'm reading it right now. It I think they basically took his script because he had a script that he submitted. I think they didn't go that way. Through a lot of drama, ended up being a movie about ripley on a prison planet and yeah. um, um sorry is that not is that not just that vin diesel film what is that vin diesel film where he's like sci-fi man are you riddick yeah riddick chronicles of riddick <laughs> isn't that that but with aliens 
I mean, I guess. I mean, Riddick came out like too. ten years later. Are there aliens in Chronicles <laughs> yeah. of Riddick? Really? Yeah. Well, not yeah. xenomorphs, but like, like aliens in general. I mean, wow. I don't really mm-hmm. remember the Chronicles of Riddick. If I'm being honest, I just know that Vin Diesel plays Damn. the the main character of Fast and Furious in that film. Mm-hmm. But he has like instead of a car, he does the same exact thing that he does with a car. With those uh those knife things that he has, and his goggles, um, yeah, yep, exactly. But mm. but yeah, I, yeah, he plays uh, Dominic Riddick, Riddick <laughs> Toretto, <laughs> and he's the My wheel man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Riddick Toretto, the wheel man, <laughs> who never drives a car; he only drives a spaceship. <laughs> but he does oh, sick drifts. Awesome. He's also the pacifier. <laughs> Was he in that movie? That was him, right? Yeah. was like two movies released around that time that like had similar premises, right? It was like And he was also triple X. He was also triple oh X. Guys, we're you are giving me too much material for this week's tapestry. Dominic in quotes Xander Toretto. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, enough about the pacifier that. Uh, man. Rob, are you excited about this new alien book or are you uh I mean, apprehensive. I like the writer. Um, I believe his name is Philip Kennedy Johnson. Um, he is right now writing Superman, and so he uh, has experience with aliens. Got him. For, for all of you listening <laughs> in, he has done this joke like once before, and it already feels too much. But the point is. Awesome. I'm going to edit the fact that you're going to tell the audience uh, that I already said this joke out so that the audience will think that I'm totally hilarious originally (laughs) for the first time. And this I'm not going to edit out, so they're just going to think I'm a schemer. You're going to re-edit one of my last earlier in to there. So it just yeah, sounds... I'm just gonna edit a really robotic laugh of Rob. That's just him groaning. Yeah, for anybody but... listening, uh, up until this point, we've re-edited all of Rob's audio to make him say exactly <laughs> what we want to say by cutting up bits and pieces of his recording. So I think right at this moment, Rob, you can actually okay talk and Aaron... say a real voice. Okay, Aaron, I really appreciate what you have said, and I oh, that's thanks, actually real, really like good. You. you know, Rob is a isn't actually a human he's an ai and uh he's like a vocaloid Mm. program that we just like (laughs) input and we also just use like a hatsune rob (laughs) and we also use an ai generator to make Mm. the uh, tapestries every week and uh yeah it is my pleasure to give you your funny tapestries what's what's the (laughs) um what's that movie with robin williams where he's a robot uh it's like i that haunted house of a film it that was it was is like that, marketed um... as a fun time, but I like asked my mom and dad to like go see it, and it was just a sad story about a robot that outlives his families. It's like the bicentennial man. Oh, dang! I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he was just creepy robot. Well, anyway, coming at you guys soon is uh our new VTuber Hatsune Rob. Gonna be <laughs> I playing cannot games. Wait. Cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, if we ever have any merch, I definitely think Hatsune Rob is gonna be <laughs> one of them. So 
Look forward to that. Echo Screen exclusive Hatsune, Rob. Rob. Nice. I didn't mean to do this, but, you know, this is the... When we have these, like, just talking uh, these talking to your friends podcasts, these bits just go out of... Like, they become uh, their own thing, so... Listen, thank you. Are you talking getting, about Alien? We're getting and that, merch uh... out of this, so I think... Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> Who would want that, though? Okay, Hatsune Rob, body pillow. Perfect. Easy. Nice. There Easy you money. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway... <laughs> Uh, long right. story short, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Good writer. Uh, yeah, I think it's Kerrigan good. from Spacecraft or Spacecraft Starcraft is in it. Yeah, <laughs> Spacecraft. It's literally the fucking character. <laughs> he really looks That's like cool. him, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, there's her. <laughs> basically, awesome. very generic looking characters, but hopefully, the story brings it to a better place. I think I know why I thought that the alien queen or, like, the humanoid alien lady, like, was a thing is because I played Gears of War. Mm. Yeah. And that's just basically Gears of War. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks... And also StarCraft. And also probably something else. I don't know. It it kind of looks like old H.R. Giger kind of stuff. Like, it kind of looks like the cover art to a couple of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer albums that use mm. art, so mm. Mm. Uh, but yeah overall well looking forward to it cool and then we're gonna stay in space just a little bit longer and talk about so uh that's terrifying that <laughs> image is the worst thing i've ever seen anyway oh wow i completely got to your from what i was gonna say so the actress who will be uh, who's playing the live action version of Faye Valentine in the Netflix's uh, live action Cowboy Bebop, like uh, posted on her Instagram, if I'm mistaken, she was like mm-hmm. talking about how they just wrapped filming on season one of uh, of the Cowboy Bebop live action show, and so basically we hadn't heard anything about this like show like since it, the production got halt, like halted because of uh um the main guy who's playing spike he like got injured on set and then i don't remember hearing anything else about it until yeah. like again i guess it was like extra double delayed because of covid and now all of a sudden it's just like done filming so we could potentially be getting that this year which is like cool did not expect uh you know to see it and i mean i'm still holding my uh breath to, to if that's mm-hmm. good or not um it seems different from the productions of like let's say live action bleach or death note but i'm kind of not even being completely honest when i say the death note thing because they got willem defoe yeah. to yeah. be in that film so you know that, that one I, that one really causes me to scratch my head because the director, like, he's he's usually, like, really good at, like, kind of, like, I don't know, honoring kind of stuff, but taking it in a new direction. Like, he did Blair Witch, which I know that's kind of divisive, but, like, I think they did mostly a good job with that. I don't know. Aaron, did you see Blair Witch? Uh, not the new one. 
Not the new one? Okay. It was alright. Despite uh, what people say, I like the old one, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I wonder what went wrong with Death Note. Like, you you guys know what he's directing next, right? No. Nope. Okay, I don't I really didn't want to tell you guys this because I don't want your expectations to be destroyed. He's directing uh-huh. Kong versus Godzilla. No! No! <laughs> Rip. Wait, who who directed uh King Kong or uh, Kong in tw- in whenever that came out? Uh different person? It, it was like Jordan something Roberts was his name. But it was a different person. Different person. And then also a different person was uh Godzilla King of the Monsters? Yeah, they so far they haven't had a hmm. director stay from movie to movie. Like Oh no. It's, it's I'm a really new director every uh, time. No. I was looking forward to that movie and now. <laughs> I'm not looking for. No, I'm just kidding. I I'm still yeah. looking forward to that, but that's like uh, like yeah. maybe. I mean, it's kind of hard to screw up big monkey fight giant lizard. Yeah. Like it's hard, really. Like you have to be doing something real bad to. And, to screw I mean, that I up. assume what happened with Death Note is that it's an anime and they just didn't watch it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you like, know, this guy is a huge like. I I guess there might have been something that happened with the studio because he seems like a huge nerd and he he has most wins uh like he did the guest he did you're next he did uh something else it was really good but i can't remember it but anyway i'm talking too much what were you gonna say who (laughs) blaze you're about to say something i don't i don't know okay i'm sorry I i don't remember having to say anything well, I mean, like, I guess the thing I was trying to say is I think he he has a good mentality going forward now because I just watched an interview with him and he he basically said something to the lines of like, they're like, so what were the things that you wanted to bring to Godzilla and all that? And he was like, I don't think I'm doing much better than anyone else has so far i mean the last two directors did a really good thing and i don't want this to become a situation like he met he brought up batman versus superman and he said like i just don't want it to be a case where like in batman versus superman you had christopher nolan's batman for years and then when you finally have batman fighting off against superman it's this drastically different batman and you don't even feel invested because it's no longer something you recognize or you care about. And it naturally that won me over, but <laughs> yeah, I like that because it makes me immediately think of like the last Jedi and like in, uh-huh. co- in comparison to like the force awakens and how mm-hmm. like if one was a call and then the last Jedi was the response to that call, it, does not work but like Mm -hmm. as like a film in the star wars universe like without putting an opinion in like last jedi was bad or good just like force awakens and last jedi don't match each other they they don't fit together in the series like every previous star wars and uh what was it fucking What's the second movie? I already forgot what we were talking about. Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. No. You mean Last Jedi? New Trilogy. 
Attack of the Clones? <laughs> I know. Force Awakens? The Last Jedi? Yeah, sure. That one. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. I, uh... Cut that out. <laughs> I'm not. That's awesome. <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh. But yeah, I think it's I think it's also a sign that like hopefully he's changed his uh like way of adaptation from uh Death Note, which that one is drastically different from the source material. That's but- fine. I mean, you know, I'm going to watch it and if I I mean, I let me put it this way. I was never going it could be the greatest film of all time. I would not watch a live action anime movie. It just doesn't really interest me. Like, I mean, maybe if Hollywood big budget production does like Naruto and they get like some guy to be Naruto who's like over 30, but he like he's playing the like a 12-year-old kid. Maybe I will we watch do- that film so I can laugh until like i like hyperventilate but i probably won't um kind of like so a new uh-huh. topic that uh we didn't put in but um it kind of goes into this and this doesn't need to be a topic but i thought you were going to imply a 30 year old uh naruto story much like the college aged uh powerpuff girl show oh yeah there you have an old Naruto. They oh yeah, Boruto. Boruto? Oh. Yeah, yeah, but like and Naruto loses all of his powers. <laughs> did Naruto. That in, did that happen in Legend of Korra too? Did uh, what's his yeah name? yeah okay spoilers for Legend of Korra in the the animated show Legend of Korra they like cut off all of her uh, like like connection. Oh yeah, with, with the like, like reason why she's the Avatar. Yeah, they they're like, hey, yeah, you know this thing, you know how like all this legacy and lore and how it like is really meaningful, like spiritually and all this stuff. Yeah, we're just gonna cut all that stuff out. You know, like all the characters and like the the, the major connections to that from uh, the uh, from like the previous the last Airbender series. We're just gonna cut that all out because why not? And I then was just like, nope, thank you, no thank you. <laughs> was it one of those uh, cases where like they did that and it was like the main character now has all the power and they they kind of do it in a way to kind of be like this well, yeah, that's what they, better than your last one that's no. what they did with a uh, baruto in the manga is like a uh, naruto who had his connection with a uh, the fucking nine-tailed uh, fox the like ultimate big bag monster of the entire world uh he just loses that like it yeah. lived like inside of him or whatever for like literally his whole life and it's like why he was who he was but then like he used all of its power one time in like one big move i guess and then just lost it forever literally and then also they uh, took sasuke's powers away like they, a couple issues before that it's literally like like lore breaking yeah so, so now boruto is the most powerful one obviously because... it literally does not make any sense like yeah. it's actually just lore breaking when you do that kind of thing but um it's so boring yeah it's just dumb it's like well he's the like the title character now so he has to be the strongest uh, yeah i know who cares about the old guys i mean everyone the only reason we read this or i don't read it but the reason people read this is because of the old guys that you are yeah when i was watching the show i was like yeah i don't really care about like the kids i just kind of want to see what the uh old characters are like as adults 
Yeah, you know what? I don't really want to know about them. I want to know about their kids. No. No. No, I'm, I'm all right. Um, okay. What were we talking about? Uh, Hollywood? Uh, the Last Jedi, I think. Last I Jedi. I got it right the first time. Yeah, okay. I think my point was the director taking their own spin on this, like, series. Like, I'm super cool with the director who's just, like, towing the line, I guess, if that makes any sense. Like, following the, like, the, like, the, the work that was laid out before them from, like, other people. I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. Like, they don't, like, I don't need to see this guy's version of this film. Like, the studio is is making, like, a cinematic Godzilla-verse or whatever they're calling it. And I'm okay if that has a through line by multiple directors, but it tells a story that is, like, that makes sense. I do not need yeah. uh, a, a Force Awakens to Last Jedi to... Rise of Skywalker, it does not make any sense. It does not, like, those three films do not, like, do not hold up in a vacuum, even. So it's just, like, it's tough. It's real tough. <sighs> okay. I don't really, we went a lot of places within that point that we were trying to make. I don't really Is remember. podcast over yet? It's over, right? <laughs> no, we're only 40 minutes in. We still got, no. like... Almost we still have to go over left. into the one and a half hour. 40 minutes? Yeah, we gotta we gotta meet like get over at least an hour, so we have at least twenty minutes, and then we usually we like go to around one twenty, so it's like like an hour twenty minutes, so it's like you know, it's like right. forty minutes. So the rest of the time we will just be doing. This. But the director's cut of the podcast is like four hours, right? Yeah, I mean it's really fun for listeners to hear about this. I think we came, we came up with such good <laughs> material today. Also, we totally glossed over uh, live action Powerpuff Girls, but they're a call. Oh yeah. Which I don't understand why mm. that why who is that for? Neither do I. Uh, it kind of it was Diablo Cody who came up with the pitch and uh, okay why I I she's she's a she's like a huge nerd apparently and uh, she just thought I don't know why that idea went the big thing I think that is kind of damning for it is it's on the cw um oh so it's gonna cross i mean they are uh warner brothers characters they, they are, are dc characters if yeah you know about it. yeah and who plays a uh, mojo jojo that's the thing i hope to god <laughs> it's like the thing is the premise is they're in college now but they're but they feel like their lives were like taken from them by the fact that yeah. they were superheroes all through their childhood. The so most lame storyline. They're yeah. child actors, yeah. and that they're yeah. going with the child actor. I, they're going with the child actor thing, but I hope to God they are aware of the joke. Like, I hope it's played as just kind of like... I mean, hopefully. Yeah. No, I it's hope... just going to be like Archie, like Riverdale style, <laughs> and everyone's going to be really horny, and they're going to like all be like... And uh, they're like it's gonna open up warning. with like, all right, guys, we're in college now. We're not gonna use our powers now ever, and like that's gonna be the excuse for them like not actually having to put a production to like special effects budget or anything of them actually yeah. having to use their powers. They don't have the to like fly. interesting part about them. 
and their ex-boyfriends, the Rowdy Rough Boys, will just be these recurring characters <laughs> who will uh, totally, they hate them, but they also love them. Is yeah. this like a fucking fanfic? <laughs> the more we describe it, the more it's just like, oh. hopefully oh, it's not... Like, it's 80% we're probably going to be right. <laughs> like, yeah. 80%. It's not even like a joke. Diablo Cody came, like, accidentally dropped her fanfiction onto the table. But I she's she's done stuff in the past that like upon first viewing like you're like oh that's stupid and like then it ends up becoming something like genuine later on like uh she broke jennifer's body so i've never i've never seen the film so i couldn't tell you (laughs) (laughs) i thought you said you can't you yeah i'll know you really want to watch that movie i want to watch that film but i've never seen it so I don't know if it's good or not. Yeah. So Megan Fox, like, I all I know about the film is that she kills like dudes. Don't I don't know anything beyond that. So like, like that cool. I'm fine with that. That sounds great. But you know, whatever. My favorite... just seems like a slasher movie at that point. Yeah. It, it, people think it's like symbolic of other stuff too i i watched it after watching like this thing like saying well you should give jennifer's body a chance and i i was like okay i could see some points but i i feel like i don't know there's some parts of it that i was like okay it's it's just a fun movie and it's not like as but that's then again i'm looking at it sometimes that's all a movie needs to be and it's a fun movie uh, there's mm-hmm. there's some points in it where I feel like the director just took everything from the script instead of like there's a part in it where I remember turning to my friend and be like why did they put that in there um, she a character says in her internal monologue saying that man he looked like a tall tree that I saw when I was a kid and then it cuts to a little kid looking at a tall tree and then it cuts back, and it was like... <laughs> That's kind of awesome. <laughs> and by awesome, I don't mean awesome. Well, it's not even like it's played as a joke. It's like they put... they just It's like this tense moment, and then they do like this cutaway, and it was like, you didn't need to waste the day of shooting for that, but you know. Yeah, um, Like, it really didn't... It was like one of those things where it wasn't a joke, it, it didn't really amp it up, it was just more of a confusing thing. But anyway... Um, but yeah, um, I hope to God this isn't Riverdale with Powerpuff Girls, like you said. It's on the CW. It oh. will be. I'm. It's just going I mean, to be Rob. No, they. What? I mean, they've done good like shit in the past. They've done I Zombie. They've done uh, now Superman oh. and Lois, which is pretty great. And I know I'm biased with that one, but it's been getting pretty great reviews. And hell they did the flash which i don't know if like how the flash that... was good and then it was it got everything stale. it was like everything else yeah it, it kind of it kind of like morphed into a very arrow cycle it just turned to arrow again. <laughs> okay it's not as bad as arrow <laughs> i will stand by that but he's uh... just doom and gloom barry allen which is totally barry's character <laughs> yeah i think the difference is that this is literally about the fucking power rangers a cartoon for yeah. children powerpuff girls powerpuff yeah 
Same dude. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, hopefully... I I don't know if you want to see like older uh, Powerpuff Girls, watch like Powerpuff Girls. Uh, what's Z? Is Z. that the, like the older yeah, the versions anime. of them? The anime. They I did. haven't are, watched it. Are they older? Yeah, I mean, I think so. They look older, I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they have, like, they're just like drawing different lines. I was really scared yeah, you were going to say Powerpuff Girls Go. No. no. Powerpuff Girls, no. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, based on all of that talk, we're pretty um, apprehensive about any adaptations of live-action uh, nature of animated stuff. Because it doesn't have a great track record overall. Not a great uh, track record, and like the things that they're based off of are usually good in their own right, and there's like yeah. no reason for them to do anything more. Yeah, for real. Except for money, everybody needs money. Yeah, Hollywood wants a piece of that money. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we watched a live action adaptation of a vaguely cartoon thing, a graphic novel. Haha. For the umpteenth time, what was it? Our group watched. Oh, Scott. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, right? <laughs> a good one. Which Rob, you didn't, you weren't there for that. I was. Yeah. I saw the message after. I was kind of at home with my family, uh, watching. It's something. all right. It's okay, Rob. You I'm, don't have to make a public like... apology on the podcast. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah, reserve that for a specific YouTube video. Yeah, yeah I, we need I, a sa- we need the sad piano music and everything. And I need and then, to hold mm-hmm. up the cardboard signs. And you cheerfully yeah, yeah. look into the camera and you say, "I'm sorry for <laughs> not watching this movie with my friends. I was busy, and I'll never do it again." I have I've, <laughs> I've, I've been on an en- ending cycle of watching uh, of eating dinner with my family and getting lost in the show impractical <laughs> jokers um that's unfortunate i'm sure you've talked about this but i don't i still don't know what that is like to me personally i don't th- i don't know if you've talked about it on the show maybe you have but i just it's i don't recall aaron do you, have you seen the uh, show how would you describe it impractical jokers yeah um i've seen it in passing when i'm like walking by a tv um <laughs> I don't know, it's like they do Mega 64 bits, but instead of like um, Rocco going out there and like just doing his own thing, it's like everybody else would be like on a uh, on a different set, like kind of controlling the situation or like telling the person, telling Rocco what to do as opposed to him just like going for it. Yeah. So it's like they're kind of like instead of like initially initially doing a bit it's like they're just somewhere or whatever and then the people behind the cameras are like talking into a mic and telling them to just like fuck something up and it's like but they're originally not doing a bit but it becomes a bit or something i don't know i think that's what it is yeah like i just uh, see that picture uh that people always use on twitter where like some random like current event things happen and they like have the second picture is like the guys behind the screen like yeah now do this or whatever i haven't seen that yet I... it's like a meme that people do oh man i need to be on so, this twitter game like when uh uh the who 
who was it the fucking rudy giuliani like had that um press conference in front of that gardening yeah uh, building it was like it would like be them behind the cameras like yeah yeah and then do the press conference in front of a gardening building <laughs> or whatever uh-huh. that's the meme and now it's 20 times funnier now that I've explained it to everybody. Exactly. Okay, so that doesn't sound funny at all, actually. Yeah, no. Zero uh, percent. What does sound funny, the only thing that my brain thought of when it was like, now do this thing to like make like a scene in public or, or whatever, it, my mm-hmm. brain went to jackass. Um, yeah. A little bit. What's the deal with... Is there? A, there's a new one coming out, right? Yeah. They're making another jackass? Yeah. Really? They're shooting it, and there's been a lot of drama, uh, because they, who is it? Paramount is the production company, and they kind of thought that uh, Bear Margera in his like current state, he's like, ever since Ryan Dunn passed away, he's been like super fucking depressed. Obviously, that was like literally his best friend in the whole world. But um, yeah, he like started drinking a whole lot, and he's just kind of been off the rails. Um, and Paramount decided that during the filming or during the uh, pre-production because uh, they want to make a new jackass movie everybody was on board um but during the pre-production paramount was kind of like yeah you can't really have bam on here because he's kind of a liability like drinking all the time and like doing drugs all the time and like it's not really like safe if everybody else is like totally clean and like trying to have regulations and shit for filming um and so yeah he got super pissed off about that and like went on intoxicated rants on Instagram about why everybody else sucks and it was just really like not good to see or watch um I don't know he like took it all down so maybe behind the scenes they worked something out hopefully maybe I don't know yeah that sucks yeah yeah those movies uh, are hard to, for me to watch, not because uh, they're not enjoyable, but because they're either uh, too gross, and <laughs> I, like my gag free reflex is like triggered and does not. I don't like. Oh, that. Awesome. So, yeah. They really, you didn't like uh, it when we watched all of them, and we were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and anytime they would do this thing where anyone would throw up or something on screen, I would just have to look away, and like the sound was like sometimes too much. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I, I, okay, story time, haha. Ha. I met mm-hmm. Aaron, uh, we were roommates in, uh, in college, and, uh, mm-hmm. and so, like, two weeks later, I find myself in Florida, we were in, we went to SCAD in Savannah, Georgia, two weeks later, we're celebrating a friend's birthday in, uh, and I guess Aaron's birthday as well, but mm-hmm. suffice to say, we went to Disney World for, um, like, this birthday thing for this weekend, and we're staying at this, like, place, and I don't know anyone. And now I'm in like in a room with like 10 people I don't know. Two weeks after for two them. weeks. I think I, uh, <laughs> we went on I like introduced him to everybody trip. else. Like, yeah. Yeah, we Literally, almost died. <laughs> yeah, almost got awesome. like driven off the Run road. Run off the and road. <laughs> this is before Rob's time. Knew these people for two weeks. Went on a five-hour road trip to stay this weekend to go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. And with these people. And then like, the, was like the second night? We're watching, uh, like, all the Jackass movies yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just like, <laughs> wow, we're, like, I could not predict this. <laughs> I could not have predicted this two weeks ago. And that's how you knew you were in for the long haul. You're in for a good time. <laughs> yeah. Once you get them on the Jackass movies, then you got them. It was really strange. 
Like the whole like, like that whole like situation was just like, yeah, it's like I've always been here, but I've never been here. It was really, it was <laughs> yeah, both you know, like it was awesome. It was so strange. Like all these people are strangers, and yet I've known them my entire life. It was very odd. And now here we are, Aaron and I dying. <laughs> yeah, that's just because we knew each other in uh, a past life, Abraham. Uh, it's because both of our mom's names are Martha so yeah actually that's true yeah it was the second night of uh, Aaron and I living together and uh, he held me uh, kill each other he held me down (laughs) and he had the the uh, kryptonite spirit in my neck and he was like hey why do you know that name and I was like it's my mom's name and then Aaron's like did we just become best friends and then we uh, turned our beds into bunk beds and that's how the yeah. film ended yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah man batman v superman is like probably the greatest movie of all time because <laughs> not not because it's like good by any stretch but because of how much we reference it like i mean i don't like i mean the it's amount easy of people, to just rip on shit <laughs> yeah like but the amount of people who talk about it they are talking about it so it doesn't matter at this point if it's a good film like he's made it yeah, exactly. it's it's in our brains like it will not leave our brains we still reference that like yeah it's it's definitely one of the best films of all time and not because it's good so. <laughs> uh all right so we we did not talk about scott Pilgrim at all <laughs> yeah that yeah true. That conversation started because we were talking about Scott Pilgrim, but it didn't go there. Uh, yeah, so Scott Pilgrim is probably one of my favorite uh, things of all time. Like, I saw the movie when it came out in theaters originally. Last year, it was, it was its 10th anniversary. We've talked yeah. previously about how bad. much we love the, the game that was never mm. uh, never around and recently came back out. Uh, yeah, so the film... And the comics have some like issues that have not translated very well to uh, twenty twenty one. But I mean, one scene. But uh... yeah, yeah, they use the uh, R word in a. It's not great. Uh, I get, and it was like twenty ten, so I'm surprised they even used it then. So it's just like, and it's in the comic, so like, yeah, you know, I don't just... know. It's like kind of a weird thing where it's like. There, there are some things where you watch like back in the past and you're like, okay, this person obviously is just like projecting their hatred into a script. But like, it feels like with Scott Pilgrim that it was like total just like of the time ignorance kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> like yeah. had that movie come out like a couple of years later, like it, they just would have like, because it, it's not even like pertinent or like targeted. It's just like yeah. something in there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's seriously like, they are using the word uh like stupid and i mean that's not it's still bad for sure but it's not like hateful in the way that it's like intended to be hateful i guess but it uh, still doesn't make it better um and yeah the film doesn't things you wish wasn't there yeah no for sure like it would make the movie pretty much um other than like the whole like dating a minor it's weird but like dating a minor point. and all those uh, Asian jokes and like mm. uh, cheating on his girlfriend, like all this stuff. Like, I mean, like that much is like part of the story. Or yeah, that's it's, yeah. It's supposed it, to be, he's supposed to be a bit of a scumbag. Straight up, they're a supposed bit. like they're supposed to make Scott go like mature just a bit by the end of the film. Like, 
that's the whole point. That's the point of the series. Like, if you read the books, it's why, like, I'm a huge fan because it's like a media that grows with you. Like, when I was like 16, 17, and I saw Scott Pilgrim for the first time, I thought Scott was the salt of the earth, a reference to the film, obviously. And then as mm. I became Scott's age and started going through like those, like, like as I like grew up and became closer and then past Scott's age, I went through literal things that like had like um, significance of like being that like 20 something age. You fought um, seven evil exes. And... I, I will say on record, I've never fought seven evil exes and I've never uh, dated a minor <laughs> um, in that way. Um, and I don't plan to, but the the whole point of of like what i'm saying is like he was like awesome someone to look up to then i was like man scott's kind of skeevy even like even from like of being a similar age in um like um social demographic or whatever How and then he's 23 in the books he's 23 in the movie he's 22 okay which i mean and then uh like surpassing and like dealing with similar stuff i'm just like man scott's scum just like straight scum and like he becomes an okay person and it's not to say that everyone in that book is like a saint compared to scott like ramona sucks too like all these like characters suck but they suck in their own ways Mm. and they're like all trying to figure it out it's very real like everyone sucks in their own way we're all trying to figure it out and we're trying to suck the least to each other, you know? Yeah. So, it really works. I'm trying and, to suck uh, the most with two suits. <laughs> and okay. No! Uh, All right, now I'm going to I'm gonna have to edit that out of the What? Anyway. anyway, the film is pretty good. <laughs> and uh, I still like it. I w- honestly got yeah, to say, like I was n- not in the mood to watch that film. Really? Really? I was like the Scott Pilgrim guy. Yeah, I know. Everyone was like, Blaze, you got it, right? We're gonna watch it. You're totally down, right? And I was like, No, I don't really want to watch that film, but also I was like, I can't say that to them because they'll be like, (laughs) Come on, shut up, you're the guy, right? And so I all think that you're just doing a bit. So then yeah, you just think I think I was just doing a bit. But like we sat down and I was like, I'm just gonna put on my other monitor and do other stuff during the movie. And then I literally just sat there and watched the whole film with a stupid grin on my face. God. <laughs> I was like, man, I didn't really want to watch this. And then I'm watching and I'm like, man, this movie's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, like, engaging. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Edgar Wright's such a brilliant yeah. uh, director. And, I mean, like, Brian Lee O'Malley's work, like, is mm-hmm. engaging as it is. So, like, combined... Like it worked out, so yeah. it's tough that there's no like another one, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it it sucks, but like, it, do you did Brian Lee O'Malley like have plans to continue the story? No, um, I'm not necessarily like meaning like uh. You mean like I don't necessarily even want to s- more movies like it. Yeah, I personally would like to see what like more work from those two two creative yeah. minds mm-hmm. together would be like like i know Edgar Wright style. makes like great films like on his own like yeah. con- quote unquote on his own and then brian lee o'malley makes great comics on his own quote unquote on his own yeah and i would just like to see more work from them 
in like another movie because like that's like it combines a bunch of stuff yeah. like you get the music side <laughs> the the art of the whole like shebang comedy it's, it's like movies based on comic books are really big now obviously but scott program is like one of the few movies that feels like a comic book also yeah. like because it, it very directly takes like the influence from those like comic panels and like even big words flying on the screen and shit like that and it's just like style all over yeah mm-hmm. it's it's something that's like that was the first time i've seen it kind of done right like what was it uh the spirit tried doing that and that movie is uh dog shit to say a word <laughs> um, <laughs> the all right tell me how you really feel it, well it's it was the directorial debut of frank miller and uh, uh who's that uh you know uh frank miller uh writer of uh such works as sin city the dark knight returns and 300 um it did not did he do ronin favorite guys he did ronin yeah oh okay i know that yeah did he work he worked on daredevil you just said right he did batman that, it he was did daredevil yeah. was was that his run of the daredevil that like ninja turtles was ripping up it influenced yeah. the netflix show yeah okay so he he's uh brought uh good influence into other stuff um and then bad influence to other things but uh there uh he is it was a very interesting attempt it's it's very much trying to be sin city but it's not working um i don't want to talk about it anymore but all right (laughs) no I won't make you. No, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think that movie is a triumph on a, in a whole bunch of ways. I think Scott Pilgrim. Yes, yeah, you're talking Pilgrim. about. No, yeah. I mean the spirit. I've changed my mind. Yeah. Um, okay. No, you heard uh, it here first. <laughs> Robert Cord, number one fan of the spirit. Um, now I have to censor your last name, Rob. Damn. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. They Robert have my contact. In... I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's your... Yeah, I think it's just on your Twitter, right? Yeah, my, t- yeah. my Twitter and my uh, Instagram tag is has my last name on it. All right. So what's your social yeah, security Yeah, what if people number? didn't know uh, that? Five, what five. if they thought it was just a username? <laughs> anyway, now you now revealed we, the big secret. Now we brought direct attention to it. Uh, Rob... I guess let us know if you get like uh, your identity stolen, and then we'll use uh, better precautions <laughs> next time. Uh, <laughs> awesome. It'll just be somebody completely different on the podcast, but we'll just call them Rob, like yeah. a totally different voice. Like, yeah, we'll just, totally we'll just we'll just download a new uh, a new uh, voice pack for uh, Hudson and Rob, and it'll be uh, oh, true, true. Yeah, man, you, you want to do, do Irish a whole bit? Hip- would you like to do the Irish input? No, I, w- I don't want to do that. Wow, that <laughs> sounds really offensive to someone. <laughs> uh, I uh, I didn't talk about it, but uh, Persona 5 Strikers, the 
the voice of the there's like this ai program in the game called emma it's um like a siri equivalent or alexa equivalent basically and they i know like all the articles and stuff talked about it but like they got the original voice actress for siri to do the voice oh really it's like (laughs) it's awesome yeah so they do a, a really great job with that so yeah it's cool that's a good game still like it but uh i didn't play any more of it since this uh I guess for two weeks now. I just it's been done. Didn't uh, need to play any more of it. Um, nice. And the only game that I have been playing is Animal Crossing, which will uh, have been out for like a year, I believe, like next week or something. And I completely deleted my save file and started new. Was it on purpose Dang. or was this completely on purpose? I uh, I felt like when like games like animal crossing to me like once you quote unquote like get to the end game where you have complete freedom and you can do anything that for me that has like almost no value like i i'm not that type of person that like like it's the build-up and the restrictions that's what feeds me and like makes me want to continue to play to unlock a new thing like buying stuff and like getting like new accessories but like having no sense of purpose like just like the game isn't telling me to do a specific task it's just like yeah you can do a bunch of vague tasks and you can get whatever you want if you work for it like oh i need to get an axe like an iron axe and i need to do this this and this to get that iron axe so i can then do x y and z things like that kind of thing that kind of progression that is what makes me want to play the game more. So that's what the beginning of that game is. And so I, I like definitely miss some of the, like the convenience of like the end game, quote unquote end game content and the, um, some of the villagers that I met, some of like all the outfits and the like stories that I made on my Island, my original Island. But I like, it was like a tinge of regret when like i loaded the game up and it was like nothing like i didn't have anything and then i started playing and i was like i got the feeling of like when i caught my like first bug or fish and like playing it on my second time from scratch i was like man this like this is the dopamine drip that i got for the three weeks straight i played <laughs> animal crossing when it like when it came out and it was like that was my first time with animal crossing so everyone plays it like differently so i know that you're going like uh stir crazy in quarantine (laughs) like we're now back to march and you're like i have to do it again i have to play animal crossing again from you're not you're not completely wrong like really you're really not because i assume like royale will have come out it'll have been a year since royale came out on the 31st and uh persona 5 royale that is and i still haven't beaten that and i played that um i probably put 30 plus hours into it before um final fantasy 7 remake came out which will be april 10th Mm -hmm. which will be a year since that came out so i might just be on this like game rerun thing where i'm playing animal crossing playing persona i'm not going to start persona 5 again like no way (laughs) i will continue my save file i will not start that again 
Um, and then Royale or uh, Royale, Royale, okay. Royale for sure. I need to beat that. I I need to beat it eventually. Like I uh, I want to savor it, but I'm also it's just like from having it in the palm of your hands. Like I love playing on the Switch. I know it's like the inferior experience, but it's just like I could go anywhere literally anywhere i don't like being tied to my tv is just such a hassle especially like persona is not in a super intensive game like that really could just be on the switch it's just not so whatever yeah so it's just kind of hard to go back to console gaming straight up for right now when i don't feel like it's a huge like quote-unquote console experience and i'd love to play final fantasy 7 remake again if I had a PS5, but I don't necessarily want to play yeah. it again on like a PS4. Like, mm. I think it's awesome. I definitely want to play it again. Don't think I need to play it again when I there. I know that there's a graphical uh, upgrade and a story upgrade very soon on the horizon. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I maybe I'll jump back into Ghost of Tsushima, which I never completed which I put a lot of time into and really enjoyed my time with it. But it's just like every open world game, there just comes a point in time where I'm just like, yeah, that's okay. I don't need to do everything on the map. And even if I'm like like OCD completing every every icon on the map, it's just not like I'm not doing it because it's fun. I'm doing it because it's like, like I'm literally like compelled to do it physically. I just... <clears throat> could be doing anything else with my time so true yeah that's about it for me i'm i do enjoy like how uh low stakes animal crossing is and just how cheery like all the characters are it's that like that it's relaxing i get it i totally get it and i do appreciate it so nice yeah Anyway, what have you guys been doing? Nothing much. How about you? Wow. Have you been playing, <laughs> watching, listening to anything? Not oh, really. Cool. Wow. You didn't play any games? I know you've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. I mean, yeah, but that's just like, you know. Are you working towards Final anything Fantasy in that? Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I don't know, just helping... Uh, other people out who started recently um do stuff and then leveling up different classes along the way and that's pretty much it would you say that's kind of how you've been playing it now or have you been like kind of do you feel like you're in a state similar to blaze where it's like is the challenge still there with it i mean yeah you have to like play the game right there's yeah no i mean there is like an end game but uh it takes a lot of work to like get to that point and i don't think i will get to that point before the new expansion comes out which is mm-hmm. later this year so it's like that i don't think that could possibly happen with that game like there's so okay. much content even people who have like reached the uh highest level like raids still have stuff to do because then there's like pvp and like other different types of like uh things that you can work towards there's so much fucking shit in that game it's like not even a problem there's too much stuff in that game that it like for me like a super casual when it comes to mmos like i'm mostly i just like to play alone and anything that makes me play with other people is usually a big turnoff 
like forcing me to play to progress in the story like that's why i like fell so hard off of final fantasy 14 just like let me play the game oh i can't do this unless i'm with people don't really want to do that guess i won't play anymore and i do have like a like a time card that i just haven't redeemed yet because i'm just like you know i'm just like kind of like maybe i don't want to go back maybe i'll just give this to someone but shaking my head (laughs) but i'm also just like man you guys have such a like a great time when you play and i really want to be part of that yeah here's the thing about playing with other people who fucking cares about them whatever they say whatever they think i don't give a fuck (laughs) yeah but it's like i need them to progress (laughs) yeah so they do their jobs and if they do it shitty you just leave dang i mean like literally who cares i feel like the most uh i i feel like i uh really had to have help with this when you guys uh became friends with me on kingdom hearts union cross uh having you guys blast from the past i know that was i think that's so far the biggest uh multiplayer thing i've done with you guys is (laughs) and even then that was just that was just because like i knew you guys i then had like the ability to have you guys on my team to pop in and like beat the shit out of everyone so yeah uh i wasn't that's what we do in final fantasy 14 even uh even kingdom hearts uh union cross was too too much multiplayer too too much mmo for me not even the fact that it was a gotcha game the fact that it was a multiplayer in that aspect was too much shaking my head (laughs) i just don't like like it's the mentality of the design not the like like i don't know it's just something that i haven't like wrapped my head around yet just everyone has their preferences right um yeah shaking my head anyway rob (laughs) how's how's avengers oh you son of a bitch Uh, (laughs) listen i'm getting don't talk about martha like that (laughs) damn (laughs) i i enjoy it I'm not Rob afraid to say it. I <laughs> Rob love loves that game. Avengers. He logs in like every week to play Avengers. <laughs> they online do multiplayer. They do um, weekly challenges that help you kind of like level up and get um, new costumes for free uh, without having to just pay for the points. And so, uh, costumes. Oh, so will. it's like an MMO. It's a, like an M. It's just a fucking MMO. Uh, but yeah i'm just getting ready for uh the new hawkman hawkman yeah hawkman's coming in um they're doing uh a future and perfect meets old man hawkeye uh dlc for free um and it looks really cool and that's coming out tomorrow actually so um same day as uh zack snyder's justice league i know uh, man, I'm going to have to really think hard of which one I'm doing. So anyway, I'll be doing the Avengers tomorrow. Um, and uh, I am going to get onto Persona. It's just every time I go into it, I like have to devote my attention to it. I have to figure out if I should talk to the people on the street uh, or if I should just ignore the people who are talking about the downed train 
Um, I can't believe that you're still at the train part. It's so funny to me. It's just, uh, I am talking Rob, to Rob, so many people. Here, here's, here's the thing. So instead of um, your real life, don't do that anymore. Just okay. do Persona. You are the main protagonist in Persona 5. You live in Tokyo now. You live, you go to go to high your school. Your name yeah. is Korsan. Korchian. It would be if that's what he named his character. Oh, man. I thought for it's a second awesome. you said I was Coruscant. And I was like, I'm a Star yeah, Wars planet. planet? No, yeah. you're, uh, and you your best up. friend is Ryuji, and uh, you're gonna you're, you hang out with a cat all the time. Oh, I yeah. hate this world already. Wait, wait, have you even gotten to Morgana yet? I did. I did. <laughs> and immediately, I was like, oh man, I'm no longer erect. And so anyway, uh, the point is... Uh, I don't really know what you mean there, so I'm not gonna uh, <laughs> comment on that. I'm I don't sorry. understand. I was trying to think of the most random hey, thing I could say. You know, um, Persona will help you with um, with that. It's a really it's a really psychological game, so you know, you enjoy mean it. The fact that none of my uh, my discussion points have any meaning on uh, what what's coming up so far. No, they do. They really do. Oh, yeah. They matter they matter more than you might think. Like especially when you're talking to like specific characters. Like they react positively if you say the like the things to them that they like. If they like real life. If you don't if they if you say this thing that is like not right cause they and they don't like that, they don't like you, just like real life. It's really uh it's really great. Well the thing is, like just basically like as a, where I'm at right now, it feels like it, and I feel like this is part of it. It feels like a teenager simulator because it feels like everyone's out to get me. And yeah, well, I mean, hey, just like real life, everyone's out to get you. Oh man, yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I'll... you're just misunderstood, Rob. Yeah, I'm misunderstood. I'm a rebel. The world yeah, that's what the game's that. about. The world can't exactly. Ugh, okay. Completely, you get it, Rob. Yeah, you, you know get what? it. I'm in sync. I'm ready to play more. Anyway, perfect. Uh, so that's what I will be doing soon after I am done reading uh, a couple of things. I got uh, the next issue of Thor. Uh, the new. What are they at now? uh issue 13 um it is one episode one episode one issue away from finishing the prey storyline which is donald blake has uh taken the place of thor and donald blake has gone crazy and he's now getting revenge on the world for thor forgetting him um and uh then there's two new uh creators on two different books tom taylor he did uh deceased he is doing nightwing and brian michael bendis is now in charge of the justice league comic so i'm going to see how he does that one and yeah have you read infinite frontier uh that's uh the new one like the like uh i looked up what happened into it um 
spoilers if you go into it. I mean, I haven't read it, but I know vaguely what it's about. Yeah, basically, uh, it's a one of those. It's almost like it's a wonderful life with uh, Diana. Like the cosmic beings of the universe are like, you could either be with us and become a goddess, or you could go down there and look at all these little vignettes of where your superheroes are right now so you can know which book you want to pick up and uh i think diana says like by the end of it she's like you know what living life is the best thing i can do right now and it's it's really exciting and so i'm gonna become a viking um i that okay (laughs) like her new book is she's dealing with the norse gods I believe. Oh, cool! I'm glad God of War really had an impact. Uh, it on, is uh, definitely God of War. Like somebody read legitimately, God of War. like a Greek oh. god goes to uh, the Norse mythology place. Oh, really? Yeah. That's God of War. Thank you. Like, wow. It's either, but they, it's Wonder Woman, so it's different. Yeah, it's either they wanted to write a Thor book, but they got a job at DC, or they played God of War. I'm betting it's God of War, but, uh, well, yeah, either way, um, I'm looking forward to the new era of DC. Back to you, please. That's good. All right. Well, (laughs) hopefully, uh, someone found joy in that episode of the uh, Echo Screen podcast. (laughs) Nice. This one. Probably not. Uh, we let's see where were the rails because we went off them a while back. This um, one is definitely like the closest we've gotten to like the energy that the extra echoes have <laughs> that like way closer to that energy than like the normal like boring like I mean, on rails episode. I had a really good time talk talking today, guys. I mean, wow. Well, I hey, didn't. If, show's over. <laughs> you know, what? if Rob had a good time, and any listeners that still don't reach out to us, haha, please, please. Uh, I'm replaying desperate. Animal Crossing. Come on, you know, <laughs> I'm looking for some sort of conversation. We're trying to find uh, anyway. the algorithm. Yeah, you can find us all on uh, Twitter, which are linked below, uh, and. Um, Obviously, you're just shy of Rob's social security number if you uh, were paying attention to this previous episode. Um, yeah, anyway, I think I said something along the lines of, like, I said the word obviously in, like, like I said it a million times in the span of, like, five seconds about nice. whatever at the end of the last podcast. And I just thought about that a lot over this past week. So, um, I mean, I'm sure yeah. we all have, like, verbal tics that everyone is listening in and is, like, fucking guy said that again god damn. yeah we Not all me. say um like and uh um, no um, i don't say that over there's uh, no proof um yeah so i think that i'm going to do a super cut of how many times we say um or uh and make it into a song and i say this on episode 43 and it would be like for a big like anniversary thing so don't expect it for 50 don't expect it for a 100 it's gonna be like uh like um uh it's gonna be huge huge so uh enjoy nice. look out for that uh, can it be like in the style of like um it has to be totally original theme like it okay. can't be any copyright and theme so yeah. it can't be like 
magic. It can't be like, oh, 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 it's magic. All right, you got to stop. We're going to get... Okay, we're, we're going to get sued. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I screwed it. was just parody. Don't worry. It's just parody. It's not magic. It's just a trick. Anyway, thanks for listening to episode 43 of Echo Screen Podcast, brought to you by Nobody. Also, again, for the second week in a row, I didn't talk about HelloFresh, which, are like, they're not a sponsor of us. I just tried the service. Maybe maybe uh, I'll maybe go into next, next time. time. Yeah. But, which I said last time, which I didn't talk about. And so I'm talking about it on air, which no one will be like, hey, I'd really like to know about your experience with Hello. No one will ask me, because no one talks to us. <laughs> We're gonna awesome. we're gonna try to Great remember team. to bring it up next time. Yeah, me. I mean, we, we literally had nothing guys. to talk <laughs> about this week, but we still went on for about as long as normal, even though we were out of gas by forty minutes in. Anyway, thanks guys. I'll catch you next time. Thanks Bye. for listening. Wait. Oh no, we mentioned Kingdom Hearts. Bye. <laughs>